What really was the original sin? By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. The original sin is a subject that has been discussed in the blast many times over the years. However, newly interested ones come into the website and do not know to check our archives for their answers. For these will explain what really was the original sin, not through our intellect, but through the knowledge of God found in Scripture. You see, if mankind does not fully understand what went wrong in the beginning, they cannot make sense of God's plan for the restoration of humanity in the end. Comprehension of why mankind is required to comply with certain criteria or follow specific guidelines to enable them to enter into the kingdom of God is dependent on their knowledge of how mankind lost their perfection and order. For this reason, the enemy has tried his best to cause confusion through intellectual debates and theories, resulting in much false doctrine and many blatant lies concerning this vital subject. In our search for pure truth concerning this matter, let us begin by reading the portion of Scripture in question. Genesis chapter 1 verse 29 and God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9 and verses 16 through 17. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in that day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Note, don't eat, don't touch. This was not a request, but a commandment. Now humanity encounters the enemy. Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves coverings. 
Before we begin our search for the truth hidden in these scriptures concerning the original sin, let me explain that not everyone will understand. Why? Because it is not for everyone to understand. Matthew chapter 13 verse 11 is an example. He, Jesus, answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. The word says, Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. But not all will seek or knock on heaven's doors for the answers, because they know the answers require change, and mankind as a whole does not like change. They are satisfied in their little comfort zone. Acts chapter 28 verses 25 through 27 describes these lukewarm people well. So when they did not agree among themselves, they departed after Paul had said one word. The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah the prophet to our fathers, saying, Go to this people and say, Hearing you will hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will see, and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lukewarm, not looking for truth, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. In other words, he would not open their understanding, because they were not hungry for truth or willing to change. Therefore, they were not entitled to the healing that is inherent to the word by law. This lack of hunger for more knowledge or desire to change, unfortunately, is the condition of much of the world's churches. But let those that do hunger read Matthew chapter 13, verse 16. Matthew chapter 13, verse 16. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. I said all this to encourage man to ask the Lord to open their spiritual eyes and ears so they may seek his knowledge. Let them knock on the doors of wisdom that she may come into their hearts, bringing understanding before we even begin to uncover the truths hidden away in these scriptures. The mysteries open to all who love God. To begin our quest for truth, let us turn again to Genesis Chapter 2, verse 9. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Out of the ground the Lord grew trees to physically eat from and enjoy looking at. But there was a different kind of tree that was also in the middle of the garden as well. Now ask yourself, what natural tree can give life? What natural tree can give us knowledge? There must be an explanation found in Scripture. 
Let us turn to Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, for the answer. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. The word is plainly describing people as trees of righteousness, calling them a planting of the Lord. So we see, trees can be something different than those that have bark, according to Scripture. The Lord allowed them to eat from every tree in the garden, but not so of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. To eat from that tree brought death. Spiritual eyes should begin to open now, as we read on in Genesis chapter 3, as to who this forbidden tree really was. Let us reread Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of the every tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but here we again see the distinction or contrast between the trees. Of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Like the trees, there are all kinds of silly stories concerning the serpent also. But let us quickly identify him by reading Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Easy deduction, isn't it? The serpent was none other than the devil, who, by the way, in verse 4 of Genesis chapter 3, alluded to God as being a liar. He outright told Eve she wouldn't die, Then in verse 5, he even told her she could be like God. Sly and clever, he appeared as an angel of light to Eve, making himself desirable and attractive, offering her a knowledge supposedly greater. She bought his lies, as we see in verse 6. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. I have wondered many times how people could think a physical tree could make you wise. Oh well, we know better, don't we? Now, in the same way, we discovered the meaning of the different trees through the searching scripture. 
Let us examine them again to see what kind of fruit she ate and fed to Adam. Hosea chapter 10 verse 13 gives us a fruit to consider. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten at the fruit of lies. Because you trusted in your own way in the multitude of your mighty men. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. I don't think Eve ate an apple, pomegranate, or any such fruit as accepted by much of the church. Do you? She ingested this fruit to make herself wise. She wanted the devil's knowledge so she would know evil as well as good. She, in fact, forfeited the mind and knowledge of Christ given to them at creation for the knowledge of Satan or the devil. She chose the thinking of a created being over that of its creator. As a result, she traded life eternal for time and death, as we see in Genesis chapter 3, verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, garden of Eden, paradise, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. God's words are law. They will not come back void. As a result of Adam and Eve's folly, all of their descendants are literally born to die. Now remember, there were two trees in the garden. Who do you think the other tree is? The tree of life? To see if our eyes of discernment are truly opened, let us read John chapter 14, verse 6, to test our vision. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So man need to come through him. Here are some more clues. Luke chapter 23, verses 42 and 43. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise is a description of Edom. Both names are referred to as the Garden of God. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7 He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Can we see the tree of life is Jesus? The word and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is Satan. Adam and Eve certainly chose the wrong tree, didn't they? According to scripture, he who loves Christ keeps his commandments. And the commandment was, don't touch, don't taste the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The first pair disobediently turned their backs on Christ 
and listened instead to the counsel of Satan and followed his advice. So we can see man's first sin was not as simple as eating an apple. There must be understanding beyond the surface translation of these scriptures. By Adam and Eve breaking God's commandment to not touch, not taste, it became proof they didn't love God. Humanity stood as evidence for Satan's side of his decree that he would be as God and rule God's people from his own holy mountain. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 13 through 14. For you, Lucifer or Satan, have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. To reverse this, there must be a people that will stand as evidence against Satan. Ones whose testimony is they love God and declare He is the only God. The life of the very one humanity turned their back on was sacrificed so we could be restored to the perfection we were intended to have. He shed his own blood that it could cover our trespasses and pay the penalty of sin for us, which is death. The tree of good and evil tried to kill the tree of life through his own creation. It did not work. Christ rose from death in the grave, the victor, fulfilling his part of God's plan for restoration of creation. Mankind can enter into that victory through experiencing death and baptism and resurrecting to a different creature to start fresh. Born again, no longer of the Adamic race, hopefully they will not make the same mistakes humanity made before and the original sin will not be repeated. So what is exactly the original sin? Is it not disobedience to God's commandment, don't touch, don't taste, which made it apparent to all creation that they did not love God? Didn't their actions stand as evidence as they had chosen the kingdom of darkness over God's kingdom? The devil's knowledge over the knowledge of God. In closing, just think, had the first pair obediently obeyed the law of God to stay separate from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, the world we live in today would be a continuation of the perfect garden as directed and shaped by the knowledge of God. All creation would be healthy and cared for in perfect order, rather than the sin, sickness, pain, and death we experience today as the result of the original sin.